0: Hello and welcome to Tim and Joel, Call It in the Ring. It's Thursday night and it has been very, 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 very busy. So we started things a little bit late. Uh, one whole minute. Feels good. Feel like there's a lot to talk about today? Do you feel like there's a lot to talk about today? <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit to talk about today, but not with too the, much. With, How are you? The, the Royal Rumble! <laughs> the Royal Rumble happened. It was it was as I said it was going to be a gold gold Go- you said it was going to be gold something like that yeah i
1: was right too it was, it was great what do you want about it well it, it, it was it, it was actually yes it was a very very good time i want to thank our friends of FIFA once again for inviting me on to uh, join the watch along over on scraps and i want to thank you guys for uh hanging out with us and doing the things that we do every week it's been a, a discombobulated kind of day i don't know about you tim but after a week where the news was kind of light and breezy and fun and easy the world explodes boom all over the place can't explain (laughs) it can't tell you why all of a sudden we have people released we have numbers coming out of the everywhere and uh, we got WrestleMania talk and Royal Rumble talk, and Kenta showed up, and now there's a forbidden door that's open, and now everyone wants to talk about going to Japan, and then going to WrestleMania, and everyone wants to talk about going to the moon because Cameron Grimes comes back next week in NXT, and Every, oh my
0: God, everybody talking about Cameron Grimes.
1: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Uh, apparently, there was an Alexa Bliss twit, tweet, 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 I don't know, I don't know anything about that. Oh, no. So I there's even more no's we don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm going to assume that it was someone trying to stalk her, be weird again, because that seems to be the uh, the going rate right with Alexa Bliss.
0: Oh, that's so sad. All right.
1: Should we get right. into it? Should we Should we really get into it? Let's get into it. All right. Well, I I have it written down just as a free-for-all at this point, because about, uh, let's say, five minutes before you and I started chatting, on skype pre-show kayfabe i know uh steve cutler was released from wwe yeah that's and i was not that's a choice <laughs> uh, granted he'd been off tv uh him and, and his uh, tag team partner wesley blake had been off tv for the last oh, about three weeks so nobody really knew what
0: was going on but they gave uh, him a job like they the had released. the knights of the lone wolf you know
1: <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna go right to it fight select just literally dropped this as we were going on the air as i was trying to collect all the rest of my notes to do this there's a lot here but I'm, I'm just gonna try and uh try and condense it as best as i can so it, it was a seven-year run by the way for steve cutler oh. uh, there was heat on cutler specifically from vince mcmahon when cutler was sidelined from wwe tv after contracting covid 19 in early january We're told that the Knights of the Roundtable, that's the tag team that they're in with uh, Baron Corbin, of course, on SmackDown, they were active in trying to return to television, which never ended up happening after they disappeared from WWE TV. However, those we've heard from seem to believe that the release stems from the situation involving uh, Cutler getting COVID back in January. That's a thing. Um, We're told that this move came on WWE's behalf. And that cutler was actually in attendance for the wwe performance center or sorry he was at the performance center and he offered to bump for the big man class that's been taking taking place there for those who are unaware the big man classes of course as it is the guys who are larger in stature are often needing some people to work with and so steve cutler was one of those guys who said hey you can you can bump on me and my bump card's ready for you so he was doing that and uh one source uh, that fightful select spoke to at the pc Said that a welcome familiar face at the facility, and he was very well liked there. Wow! So he was really well liked,
0: first of all. <laughs> okay, cool. So cute. few things. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. <laughs> uh, second thing. Uh, a lot of people getting COVID. Seems weird to single out uh, one guy. Uh, you're in Florida, and they don't—they don't really care. They're just letting whatever happened uh so that's weird but i guess you know vince mcmahon's whims no surprise uh next thing sucks that your career got destroyed by a guy being a scumbag who isn't yourself
1: (laughs) it's true and again color and blake were very well liked their their tag team third man who is now with jacks or who's now with elias his name is jackson Racker. he he's a he's the piece of garbage like yeah. why would you do this uh and no for those asking in the chat it was not a cost-cutting thing it's just a situation where vince mcmahon said i'm done with this guy and that was it
0: all right well anyway i hope he lands on his feet there's a few places he can go nowadays so thankful yeah, for he- that
1: He's got three months until he can go anywhere, but for now, you know what? If he wants to stay at home, and I, I think he's a father. I hope he has some some time to relax right now and and kind of you know ninety days to to chill out, become a Twitch streamer, do the whole thing. That's
0: you know? that's also such a weird thing in their contracts. Like I get it. it's not a weird thing in like the grand scheme of things, but like, do they pay them for those three months to sit at home and do nothing? Uh, they do. Yeah, that's part Okay, of the deal. then cool. Whatever. Good. I hope he enjoys it. <laughs> and I, and little, I agree. List of ideas. wishes.
1: Yeah wishes to him because he he should be doing more when he gets the chance and I'm sure he will shine wherever he goes next if he wants to take on the Indies amazing if he wants to go to to impact or AW or wherever fine if he gets a job and he gets to work and, and hone his craft and do best I'm all for it and speaking of which I'll say it here Lars Sullivan he was released on Tuesday via PW Insider we found out he hadn't been on TV in a long time but at the same time, he's another guy who I think this is the most shocking thing. And someone had pointed this out to me on Twitter that like the most shocking news of the week is that Lars Sullivan basically turned face overnight when he got his release.
0: I didn't. I, <laughs> the last thing they had him say was kind of sort of admit to burning down a school. <laughs> like, yes. I, I, I kind of don't care. I didn't I really think... like him anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm fine again, with
1: I'll go back to Fightful Select, he said uh, he he told them he was battling crippling anxiety issues to the point where he was struggling to eat during days of TV filming uh, and he was also having trouble sleeping. Uh, Lars Sullivan himself was surprised that WWE didn't announce the release themselves. He chalked it up to them being nice about uh, this whole situation and he was also very complimentary of how they handled his departure, saying that they handled it with compassion and honesty uh sullivan also called himself quote his own worst enemy considered yep. his actions to be idiotic and to be of his own selfish behavior and he also wanted to make it very clear that he was treated well by the wwe offices and it wasn't a case where he was let go for for bullying or anything like that
0: cool so just a bad fit i mean whatever
1: yeah fine with and then that's the thing <laughs> not everyone is gonna go you know do amazing things when they're when they're wrestling in no, one place
0: yeah i i like i didn't feel like he fit i didn't you know, wasn't burning to see more of him, so I wish him well in the rest of his life as long as he can stay a good person. So
1: yeah, hope he hope he enjoys whatever he does next. I hope he yeah. excels at it. Well, speaking of excellence and, and things and things that we do, I didn't really. I I thought I was gonna have a good a good transition there I didn't do it no it's okay you tried and that's all that
0: matters buddy (laughs) that's right
1: I didn't do the plugs though you can go and uh, leave us some tip jar love over at streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod you can find us all weekend over at PW Unlimited. Really, it's Sunday <laughs> yeah, it's Not at all we, all weekend. <laughs> we, that's right. We talk about the week in wrestling. We go ahead and we tell you what's coming up and on, up and on down the pipeline. We uh, will preview and give our predictions for any pay-per-views, which I'm excited about because in the next few weeks, we're going to have uh, TakeOver Vengeance Day. We're going to have the Elimination Chamber and we're going to have a whole whack of pay-per-views that come up. Oh, we have Re- Revolution. AEW Revolution is going to be the week after that. So there's a lot of, a lot of stuff to talk about and you can like this video you can subscribe to our channel at youtube.com slash tim and joel pod really everywhere is just tim and joel pod if you think it exists it's probably under tim and joel pod yeah okay
0: all right wonderful
1: okay let's talk numbers you want to talk numbers yeah let's talk, talk numbers, numbers or do you want to yeah. talk about do we can do numbers or we can do forbidden doors
0: okay let's do forbidden door because I, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, (laughs) okay. So with AEW, when they opened up, the biggest question on everyone's mind is how quickly will they start working with New Japan Pro Wrestling? Because Kenny Omega is coming from New Japan. The Young Bucks are coming from New Japan. Basically, all the EVPs, eh, Cody kind of included, were all coming over from New Japan. To which point it was agreed that the door is closed on any workings together. The Forbidden Door, as it was called. Okay, are you following me thus far, Tim? Yes. Okay, that's a yes. So, this past Wednesday on Dynamite, a wild Kenta appeared. And suddenly, the forbidden door is considered open in some way, shape, or form. Originally, when the Good Brothers showed up on Impact and Tony Khan started doing stuff... uh, Sorry, when when the Good Brothers from Impact showed up on AEW and Tony Khan started doing these paid advertisements and Don Callis was telling people to tune into Impact Wrestling to see what was going on with the, uh, the the title... That became a big question what will AEW do and who will they partner with? The answer is anybody because now this forbidden door, as it is, is open. And also on New Japan Strong, which is the U.S. television show that's taped and and aired in America on Fight TV, Mox showed up last weekend and he got face-to-face with Kenta. Now, I don't know if you know this, Tim, but Kenta is currently first in line for an IWGP U.S. heavyweight championship spot. You know this?
0: Yeah, you've Wonderful. mentioned it a few times, and they reiterate. I, I think they reiterated it when Kenta showed up on AEW. So,
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. One or two <laughs> times they may have told you why you should care that Kenta is here.
0: Yeah, which is good. Yes. Good work by them. Very thoughtful. So they took it a little bit,
1: a little bit further.
0: Yes, because
1: next week on Dynamite, we are going to see the team of Kenta and Kenny Omega taking on John Moxley. And Lance Archer, and in anything goes, falls count anywhere, lights out match, which really just means it's unsanctioned.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild. Now, and okay, I didn't hear about that.
1: It's wild for two reasons. One, no one ever saw it coming. No. And I didn't. two, in the graphic, they have Mox holding his IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. They're acknowledging the fact that he has that championship. They're also acknowledging the fact that Moxley is going to defend that IWGP. U.S. heavyweight championship on New Japan Strong against Kenta at the end of February. I believe it's February 22nd or 26th. Uh, I've heard both numbers being tossed my way.
0: So much wrestling. Okay, cool. That's yeah. very cool.
1: So there was a, a little little gimmick that, uh, that was tossed up on AEW socials after this all happened. Where Kenny White runs up to Kenta and he says... I didn't know Brother Switchblade was sending a gift over, and he's talking about uh, Jay White, of course. Yeah. To which Kenta just says, "Shut the f up!" <laughs> like just pull <laughs> on. <laughs> and he says, "I didn't come here for you. I came here for Mox," and I was just laughing because the delivery from Kenta is fantastic. Awesome, uh, really good. So Meltzer, Dave Meltzer from uh, from uh, Figure Four and Wrestling Observer and all that stuff, he confirmed that both sides they're working together.
0: Yeah. Of so course. that's awesome. And it
1: it has to happen because because of pandemic, they have to work together. There's only so much talent that's available and ready to work. And at this point, there's there's no reason not to have some sort of cross contamination. While you can't have the Japanese talent coming into the US or vice versa as easily, you can at least start to muddy the waters with any new Japan talent who live in the States, such as Kenta, who still lives in Florida.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So like it's, you know, that they, they could draw on all of this other stuff uh gives them a bit of a bump which is helpful i think so it's really exciting i mean i would have been a little bit more excited if kenta hit that go to sleep a little better i don't know who's to blame for for (laughs) mucking that up but that was like a week that was (laughs) weak and like i I, I, I don't watch new japan so I, i didn't i don't really know him i'm sure he's very good but that was kind of a soft introduction. I'm excited for next week.
1: <laughs> and and I see, I see people talking about, you know, this is a great opportunity for everyone to work together. It's cross-pollination, cross-contamination, whatever you want to call it, of all of these wrestling companies working together. I see it. I agree with you. There's one thing you have to remember. Back in the day when promotions tried to do this, the question was always either what's in it for me, or how do you make my champion not look like an idiot? Yeah, when you start having champion versus championship matches, people start taking their promotion and their wrestlers and their really their their product a lot more seriously because it's business at that point. And if your champion isn't being put over strong, then what's in it for them?
0: Yeah, because so. like I would argue that what they did with Rich Swan, meh, I don't feel very. I don't really care about the impact world championship right now. Hope Moose gets it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm a fan of that whole storyline. I'm gonna enjoy Moose versus uh Moose versus Rich Swan when yeah. we get
0: there. Totally.
1: Don't know when we'll get there though.
0: No, I know. We gotta watch Tommy Dreamer wrestle for it for some reason. <laughs>
1: uh well, until until we get to Impact Talk, how about we talk about the impact of numbers?
0: Okay, let's let's talk about the, the money. Here so much money. money! I sat money, through that money, 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 dollar, dollar. You... Oh, thank dollar, you, dollar, dollar, dollar. dollar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, WWE released its fiscal year 2020 and Q4 numbers today. Uh, As usual, I'm not going to go full on into that because there is a person who will do that so much better than me. His name is Brandon Thurston, and you can find him at WrestleNomics. Please go and subscribe to their podcast. Subscribe to their Patreon if you're really into the business of numbers and how it means in the grand scheme of wrestling. Let's just get into the basics. The stuff that I really want to dig into you with Tim is uh, social engagement. First of all, is up ten percent, and that's going to play into a larger conversation we're going to have about TV ratings. because yeah. people love to talk about them eyes and those lineal eyes, those linear eyes, as hmm. WWE president Nick Khan had to say earlier. All right, moving on. The company annual revenue was just shy of a billion dollars. Tim,
0: ah, 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 they're so big. They're so big. No.
1: 997 million dollars in annual revenue compared to last year's 960 million go for them (laughs) uh a few more numbers for you 20 million people watched the superstar spectacle which you and i touched on that was the indian special
0: yeah no surprise not surprised at all like
1: billion people in that country it's not surprising that 20 million of them a fraction were gonna go and watch that show a very very good show it was easy to watch too why not?
0: I, I didn't watch it. I, too much to watch.
1: Uh, we're going to talk more about Bad Bunny later, but I'll tell you this much. If you saw the Bad Bunny collaborative shirt that they did with the Royal Rumble comic stuff, so they did a Bad Bunny X WWE merch drop. Uh, and that had the highest selling collaboration numbers they've ever had within the first 24 hours of launch. And shocked?
0: Not at all. No, like he's yeah, this is a good get for them.
1: And Did you know that sales for championship belts, whoops, sales for championship belts increased by 100% in 2020?
0: Those things are so expensive. Uh, I'm a guess for people to show off in the Thunderdome. Is that why?
1: (laughs) I think it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of people are drawn to those nice things that they can put on display in their zoom backgrounds as i've mentioned wrestle rumble i'd like to win one so that i can put one behind me on these white walls that i'm not putting anything else on
0: yeah you give me one for free i'll take it but, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> there ain't win- no world where i'm gonna pay for that
1: <laughs> i'll win one for a dollar but i'm not going to win one or i'm not gonna pay a full price for that so no, um, and then finally, I will mention that there. You saw this during the Rumble when Rey Mysterio came out. He had Victoria beer on his uh, on his mask. Oh, is that and they what We talked about is? the sponsorship.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so WWE
1: struck up a, a beer sponsorship with Victoria, which is a huge deal for their Latin market, but it's also a very big deal in a PG WWE because yeah. we haven't seen a beer sponsor for WWE in a very, very long time. It hasn't been anything worthwhile to talk about because really they've, they've just never gone after those since the attitude era they haven't gone after directs condoms or it used to be like the wild west they would take whatever yeah, they could get yeah, it. yeah. be like 1-800 collect or or uh like i said directs condoms or it would be uh the, the the blimp with the stupid games on them now it's they're bringing back beer sponsorships it's big
0: yeah i feel like they're <sighs> they're comfortable like dipping into like more adult subject matter right now. Like, but they won't, you know, they're not going to go back anywhere near like what it was in the, in the attitude era, nor really should they, but like, they see, they do seem more confident to dabble in that stuff, right? Like it's gotten a little bit edgier than it has been in the last like decade. So.
1: Yes. And it's something that they've been trying to kind of put a little bit more emphasis on. Uh, You can stretch the limits of what PG means depending on, your standards and practices people are
0: yeah and i think they had like one or two episodes of smackdown like pg-13 recently right so
1: yeah now here's the thing i want to talk about the uh no lost eyeballs comment that nick khan made and we'll talk a little bit about about social engagement and tv ratings you and i have touched on this before ratings yeah do they really matter no thank you
0: no they just don't television no No, 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 no. The the, the thing that almost everyone should be scrambling to do is to figure out how to digitize their delivery system. Like, when when I say digit, everything's already digitally transmitted. But I mean, like, they need to figure out how to get everything served onto the Internet. It's going to be you purchase the networks that you want and you get their streaming packages. You know, you'll have a few different streaming companies and you'll, you know, pick and choose or buy them all or just buy one or, you know, cycle through. Like, you'll watch the content you want from one, cancel that subscription, move to another. That That's the future. Like, no doubt. And, like, there, I think that the companies who are using ad-based models are doing the right... Like, obviously, just offer it for free and provide ads. Like, that's what our national broadcaster does for CBC Gem, and they offer to pay a paid version as well. That way you have two revenue streams that'll satisfy anyone same thing youtube does same thing peacock's doing like that's what the model's going to be so like looking at ratings screw that like th- it wasn't even good that wasn't even a good way of measuring anything it was based on like sample so- like sampling right whereas this you get direct accurate numbers you count every single like machine connected to that stream this is way better than like like, you know, again, we're going to go back to it. And I'm sure they mentioned on the call It's engagement is about the social media impact that you can have. And they, they see massive, massive numbers all the time. So,
1: yeah, they do. And it, we, when you and I are talking about our show and what's best to talk about, we look at those numbers. Mm-hmm. We look at the uh, let me put it like this. I, and I'm going to I'll pull the curtain back a little bit for us when I make those those uh, thumbnails for YouTube. Yes, that's me making them
0: yeah Amy. i'm
1: going through and i'm trying to find what was the most talked about stuff from the night before or or of the week when we talked about goldberg we talked about goldberg because goldberg was on everyone's
0: mouth that week trust me it ain't because i love talking about goldberg
1: <laughs> that's right same thing with the same thing with kenta it's like This is something that, it's not, listen, it was between that or we were going to talk about Edge winning the Royal Rumble. But at this point, everyone had talked about Edge winning the Royal Rumble to death, and we still have it on our rundown because it's still important. So my point is, your Nielsen box that you don't have doesn't matter to WWE. If you're a Nielsen family, those people are doing everything they can to get you to pay attention to them. But that's not what you need to be worried about. You need to be looking at the numbers on YouTube. You need to be looking at the numbers on all the socials that get you an idea of who's important. Because when Alexa Bliss is a million viewers deep after a night on Raw, that's the conversation.
0: Yeah. And like, look, there are a lot of people who are left out of the high speed Internet conversation, but that will dwindle like as Starlink comes up. That like, i'm glad you said that everyone's going to be a, a, able to access this media at a much higher rate and again like I, I know this is a source of great frustration for the people who live in rural environments but the, like the amount of people who live in, in rural environments is just getting smaller and smaller like every year like it's just it's just the reality like you know you each person counts as one and there are a lot of ones clustered in in single places with high-speed internet access and the ones who aren't will have high-speed internet access pretty soon so uh, talking yeah. about Nielsen stuff is irrelevant
1: uh I'll, I'll end it with this and this was my my nice little uh anecdote from a couple of weeks ago i went into the wwe thunderdome because i have the access and uh, i went in at the beginning of the night and the producer, usually tells you like, yeah, put your thumbs up or boo, whatever it is. Um, he said, if you're a Nielsen family and you're in the Thunderdome, make sure you still turn on SmackDown. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just like, well, that's ballsy, friend. That is that's a great ballsy thing to do.
0: The art of asking. You know, you gotta
1: you gotta ask. Like. Exactly. And I'm just like, well, that doesn't really affect me at all, so let's get the
0: show started. Speaking uh, of asking, you can support us at streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel Pod. Leave us a little tippy whip.
1: Oh my god, he did the
0: thing. Ah, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh let's also just get into this real
1: quick. Uh just to wrap up the financials, by the way. There is no expected effect on NBC Sportsnet closing out in terms of how it will affect NXT or Raw in its current iteration. So there was a lot of people talking about whether or not NBCSN closing and moving over to USA is going to affect programming, say hockey or NASCAR or any of those things. Uh, We were told today in the conference call that no, nothing's gonna change and honestly, from a business standpoint there is no need to move nxt i know a lot of people a lot of fans are like move nxt it shouldn't be on wednesdays look at what the numbers are like we just talked about the numbers so i just just rewind like five minutes and you'll know why this doesn't matter from a business standpoint it makes no sense okay the whole idea here in business is not to let your competition breathe tim you know this
0: yeah exactly like you're gonna apply the pressure and again like that's only one part of the audience Part of the audience will allow you to dictate when you watch it. But the way that the world is now, if if I had to watch wrestling when wrestling was on, I just wouldn't watch wrestling. Like, I watch the big events live, but like, I, you know, I, I'll watch stuff on my own time. I watch it while I'm, you know, like in the background, while I'm working, while I'm eating. Like, I, it's just not how I've lived my life for so long at this point that I, I can't, I get weirded out when I have to watch TV and I have to, like, be somewhere at a specific time. It just hasn't been the way that I've lived my life since I was, like, 15. So,
1: This is where wrestling gets into a really weird place. It is not sport. It is not TV, uh, uh, like, written, scripted comedy, drama, whatever. It's not scripted TV. It's live. It's talked about. Um, and, and wrestling gets into this weird place. Where everyone is kind of like, I don't know if I need to watch this live because it's sport, or I don't know if I can wait till later because it's scripted and it's linear and every week it's going to be, you know, everything's going to play in together. And I think that's where wrestling gets really confused because as long as sports are on TV, like the NHL and the MLB and all that stuff, hockey, football, baseball, whatever, as long as that's on TV, that still takes precedence for live, like live watching, appointment watching.
0: Wrestling doesn't really, stra- it straddles that line. It sure does. what I'm getting at. Like, yeah, because like there's stuff that like you want to be there for. Like, you know, I had to not look at social because I knew something happened at the end of AEW, but I didn't know what, so I just kind of had to. <laughs> I was like, all right, something of interest, like spoilery wise happened. And I'd like to enjoy the little bit of excitement there. So I steered clear of it. But, you know, it's not necessarily a guarantee for every single person out there watching it.
1: Right. And I'm a crazy person, so I watch both shows at the same time via nefarious means on the internet because that's just who I am. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble.
0: Those numbers aren't getting counted. Uh, Let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Yeah,
1: we're we're (laughs) cord cutters. We ain't getting counted. My sub count for WWE Network, that's barely getting
0: counted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And
1: now I got to figure out what to do next because I'm one of those VPN bastards.
0: Oh, well, I guess I'll never get
1: a job at WWE at this point. Yeah. All right. Your twenty twenty one Royal Rumble winners are Edge and Bianca Belair. Are you excited? Are you happy? Is it what you expected, Tim?
0: Not at all what I expected, which makes me very happy. So, I'm happy about that. I, I I had mentioned Bianca as a possibility. I'm very glad that that's the direction they went, and they did it so well. The women's Royal Rumble was phenomenal. Like the whole match was was really really great. Love seeing Victoria. Ah, oh, I was I was excited. <laughs>
1: so you want some some insider news my friend
0: yes hit me
1: well the women's royal rumble match according to fightful select had plenty of surprises mm-hmm. and they announced that only 16 entrants were in the match ahead of time so mm-hmm. wwe went above and beyond to have additional names on hand to the event and you know just in case some uh, names couldn't make it one of those names that we knew couldn't make it was mia yim because, mm-hmm. you know, she tested positive for COVID. FIFO yeah. learned that Tony Storm actually wasn't originally planned to be in the Rumble match, and she ended up serving as an alternate when Mia couldn't make it. Casey Catanzaro, who was also at the venue and was in a photo later on that showed up on social media, was another alternate WWE had already, in case they needed to use her. Huh. So there you go. Everyone else supposedly know. was in the plans. It was the way it was supposed to be.
0: It was good. Yeah, it was a really, really good match. Loved it. Like, yeah. Damn! very pleased with that one. I'm uh, really
1: looking forward to what Charlotte and Bianca will do because I do think that we're not done seeing Charlotte and Bianca Belair.
0: Charlotte and Bianca? Yeah. That's I mean it, what I said, and I said what I mean. Do you think that's where they're going to take it?
1: I do. And I we're going to get you, to that very shortly.
0: I told you this in P- in, in in the weekly draw that there is money on the table. Sasha versus Bianca. And if they mm-hmm. don't take it, they're foolish. But what do I know? I didn't. I didn't make almost a billion dollars in revenue. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you get it. <laughs> and here's the, here's here's what it is. Here's what I'm thinking. Sasha and Bianca. Yes, that's a play, and that's that's something that I think a lot of people want. And it's seen. We've seen it. It's great. Like it's. We've seen that people want it. Yeah. Who's who's the bad guy in this match? Doesn't you don't need a bad guy all the time? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You're not wrong, but also it's a sport. Let me give you why for Charlotte. We'll see. We'll see Charlotte and Lacey tie up, Ugh. but we'll also see Lacey, probably Lacey, win the Raw Women's Championship along the way. Yeah. And then we'll see Charlotte and Lacey for the Raw Women's Championship. She'll win. And Bianca will face Charlotte for the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka will be an evil, evil person. Probably face off against Alexa Bliss in a singles match. In a cinematic, scripted, amazing singles match. Maybe, I don't know for sure. That's where my head is.
0: Aren't they having some fans? Isn't that a rumor?
1: Yeah, you can still Mm -mm. put on a cinematic match. They've done it and it sucked, but they've done it. Yeah,
0: that's such a kick in the crotch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they did it with Randy and uh Randy. It was Randy and uh, Bray Wyatt. They did that House of Horrors match. Oh,
0: that's so crappy. All right.
1: <laughs> well, we don't know yet, and we're gonna find out soon enough as to whom Bianca and Edge for that matter will dip into what he's up to, uh, who they'll challenge at WrestleMania for their respective titles. And if you want to give us your respective title you can go over to streamlabs.com slash tim and joel pod and leave us some of that sweet sweet tip jar money that we can use to go and buy those 100 2020 approved title belts yeah now yes. we usually just reinvest the money into like better That's equipment that definitely what's gonna happen just to, just to, just for you guys all right let's talk about edge again not a shocker not fully shocking No. But I'm glad that it's not going to be Edge and Randy in any form.
0: Yeah, which was a a big surprise. Honestly, uh, like I knew... Again, we talked about Edge being on the table as a winner. Um, The match itself, the pacing was kind of weird for me, and it happened kind of quick. And, like, biggest thing for me was that Carlito came back. Big excitement. Love that. You were big into that. I'm still big into that. And he he looks great. (laughs) And they had him on Raw. And I'm so happy. Um but yeah like the more you know in the moment i was like okay cool well the last few people that are left it better be edge and it was and i'm happy that they like he took the rko and he still dumped out randy love that um and you know the more you hear the more it makes sense and the story they told is fine it's good I'm glad that they have an, another person who went from like bell to bell, as he said. And uh, I, the, the options are there. And if there, it's not going to be Edge and Randy at WrestleMania, now I'm actually very excited. Like that's that's what's kind of gotten me really behind him winning again.
1: Well, you mentioned bell to bell. And Edge was actually on after the bell with Corey Graves this past week. And uh, he basically laid out he could wrestle any champion. And he gave the reasons why. Do you want to hear why he could face drew mcintyre finn balor or roman reigns uh
0: yeah sure let's hear what he had to say first
1: of all for drew mcintyre it's about the story he took a similar road and he said that drew finding his way while edge was champion and Edge was trying to help, plays a big role in that story. So said that Drew left, he came back, he fought his way to the top, just like Edge did at one point in his career, and he respects the man that Drew became. So very very similar talking about respect. It seems to be the whole, the Drew McIntyre story is that the legends don't actually, you know, respect Drew McIntyre or vice versa. Yeah.
0: A real croc. I'm less excited about that. I think there's a lot of, like, strong possibilities for Drew. I think if they keep the title on drew up until wrestlemania i mean i'd even love to see him versus sheamus at mania like i think that that would be a very good match
1: well let's move on for finn balor the case for the nxt champion he says he's never laid hands on finn balor said he's never been in the same place or wrestled with him at the same time he likes the way that finn balor wrestles and he said he aspires to wrestle in the same variation kind of co- he 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 combined, uh, like, Timothy Thatcher, not Timothy Thatcher, Les Thatcher, and uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling, and there was a third in there. But he said that Finn is an amalgamation of all of those, and he wants to do that. Uh, He thinks that uh, Finn is the template of a pro wrestler.
0: I I think that that match would be very, very good if that's who's holding the belt by WrestleMania.
1: (laughs) Very good point. We'll talk about cross and edge a little later. By the way, uh, another thing that Edge said in the ring this past week on NXT was that NXT was the reason he wanted to get back into the ring and wrestle. So that played. That was a nice little added touch to his promo this past Wednesday. Yeah, I think that was legit
0: too. Like that wasn't just you know a scripted bit. Like that.
1: He said it on his podcast. He said it a million times. They used to talk uh, Edge and Christian ad nauseum about uh, NXT. It was great. It's
0: the best product coming out of WWE. Full stop. Hot take. No. (laughs)
1: it's true no it's true i I agree with you uh and then for roman let's talk about it he sees it as generational not that edge and roman are two wrestlers of different generations but he sees that roman is a second or a third generation wrestler who is finding himself so that reigns is allowed to be who he is and what he is the handcuffs are off and he knows what to do now because he grew up surrounded by the business edge has to think about it because he didn't grow up in the business. He still has those proverbial handcuffs on sometimes because he doesn't know what to do as quickly or as thoroughly as someone like Roman Reigns does. And so he draws those the parallels between the two, that they both came through the crowd. This is character-wise. They both came through the crowd. They both had three-man groups. That's the brood and the shield. They both used the spear. And they both have similar heads, big heads. They both have big heads,
0: Tim. <laughs> that's not bad. That's actually a good little build. I mean, I, you know. <sighs> yeah. And of Look, it, three... it works. Him coming off a feud with Randy, too. That also kind of works, right? Because he, he's like, yes. I'm beating these guys. Like
1: Of the three, that's the weakest one. Oh.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's but... got so many. Like, they're doing the right thing by building it up as, like, Edge's choice. Like, this this i'm I'm looking at everyone right like you're all on my list like I, I think that that's actually a pretty good way to do this and it draws this out a little bit more which you know it's a long road to wrestlemania as mentioned so
1: i was gonna say stretch it out yeah just let it let it go just vamp on it let it let it last for a few months you've also got you know drew and sheamus are going to be a thing soon so who knows what that's going to be you've got you know roman and his next whoever his next opponent's going to be once that hits the road, we're gonna have to figure out, you know, what that means for Edge versus that person. And it could be Finn versus Pete Dunn after Vengeance Day. Yep. I had to change my my brain of thought over the names. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's that's what it is. Meanwhile, Christian returned to the ring. That was unexpected at the rumble. <laughs> oh my not, god, yeah. <laughs> not see that coming.
0: None he was on he was on that please for the love of God, don't ever wrestle again list. Like, I was was so scared. Like, every second he was in there, I was like, you're going to die. You're going (laughs) to die.
1: It's good. So he had been been training in secret, apparently, and got cleared just before, you know, obviously just before he came back. Edge said he knew about it. That's great. I mean, they are best friends, I should hope so. (laughs) Uh, But he's going to be part time, according to PW Insider, and other people have confirmed it since then. So you know what? I'm fine with it. I want to see Christian come back and get that. That last run, maybe that one last match. Maybe uh maybe that's the play for WrestleMania.
0: That maybe amazing. the play is
1: it's it's not gonna be Drew as the champion, it's gonna be Randy as champion and Christian gets the title shot.
0: Ooh. That'd be pretty cool.
1: I don't I don't know if that's gonna be the thing. But I think I but actually at the same time, Randy is one of the more safe wrestlers to work with.
0: Yeah, hence Edge's insistence on sticking with him for so long
1: (laughs) and and i've seen other people like John Rossap and and everyone who's come forward since then say that you know christian's owed an intercontinental championship shot from 2014 when biggie coincidentally was also the champion so now the joke has become that biggie's been ducking christian for the last seven years
0: (laughs) i mean that's funny i don't (laughs) know
1: Would it would it happen who knows but would it be fun to watch and maybe see play out of course and you can put those two in a really entertaining uh a really entertaining little program there if you will
0: I'm happy to see Christian back I don't know that he needs a title in in the mix I think just seeing him wrestle would be enough I think there's room for title shots with like other talent
1: I'll tell you someone else I want to see wrestle bad bunny <laughs> yeah. Yeah. come on man he's a he's a fan he's he's good he's entertaining i enjoyed his performance at the rumble i admittedly didn't know a lot about bad bunny going into it and you and i are, are in music so for us to uh, not know i guess that was the thing so there's there's <laughs> like there's like one genre.
0: Music. there's like a single genre that i really don't listen to and it's a reggae ton <laughs> I had no idea yeah, who he it. was. I had briefly seen the video because you know it, it, algorithms had suggested it because Booker T stands in it, um, and then a friend Makes showed sense. me him doing the Triple H thing at a, at a basketball game. But like, he's he's good. Like it's it's fine. It's just, I just not a big soca beat guy, but uh, like, damn, he's he's been fun on the shows. He was fun on Royal Rumble. Like.
1: He was. And and that was what I really wanted to see. Yeah. There's usually there have been other guys and girls who have shown up and just kind of been at the show. And then if they're given lines, they kind of deliver them dry. And they're just like, "Did I, how did I do? Did I do good? And this guy, Bad Bunny, he, he did it like he he made it fun. You know, he did Ms. TV and Ms. and Morrison obviously carried it. And that's that's a that's saying a lot for us because we normally don't go that far with Ms. and Morrison. <laughs> but they carried it and they did a good job with it, too. It was fun.
0: Look, I it was so much better as a celebrity. Like most most of the time, the celebrity cameos are crap. Um, God, it was much better seeing him than it was watching Snoop Dogg do his thing. So,
1: God. <laughs> All right. So, who hit the better top rope dive?
0: <laughs> Bad Bunny, 100%.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And by the way, Stephanie McMahon said in the earnings call earlier today that she, we have never seen a Bugatti on Raw before this past Monday. And I sat there and I kind of cringed. But it looks yeah. like uh, he might be, bad, bad Bunny, by the way, in talks to do WrestleMania. Possibly with Damian Priest as a tag team partner to take on The Miz and Morrison. That's a pretty exciting thing right now.
0: It's already better than Rob Gronkowski. So.
1: Yeah, low bar, I think.
0: Yeah, no but kidding, barely. But you
1: know what? At the end of the day, when you talk about numbers and, and, and uh, outreach and things like that, He's a star, Bad Bunny is.
0: Mm. He has the reach, mm-hmm. yeah. he has
1: the appeal. WWE needs that younger demographic to, to start tuning in and paying attention again. And uh at the same time, fans get in the way of themselves. Yeah. 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 But just remember that social media is not the be all end all of fandom. There are people who log off at the end of the day and just don't worry about it and just watch the shows. Like some of us should. But you yeah, don't yeah. want to log off when you go to Streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel Pod. Or when you watch us on PW Unlimited on Sundays, usually around 4 o'clock. Or when Rob Gronkowski shows up.
0: Is Rob Gronkowski showing up? up? I feel like he's occupied this Sunday.
1: No, it just, came <laughs> <chat>. <laughs> it just came up in the chat. Just came up in the chat. No more Gronk, please, please. Go go do your Super Bowl shenanigans. Was, <sighs> what a, we were already talking about Raw at this point. I mean, we talked yeah. about Drew and Sheamus and Edge came out. And, you know, we, we just went through all that. But uh, you saw Sheamus and, and his turn. did you see it coming is my question Uh, to
0: you uh, yeah of course i did it's fine
1: (laughs) normally when you got a tight shot uh of someone uh, like a tight camera shot of someone and then they pull back and there's someone right behind them we know what's gonna happen next (laughs)
0: yeah i saw it coming a, a few different ways but that's yeah, it's good i mean yeah, i like like Sheamus in the ring so much that like i feel like they'd be a good pairing um they'll have chemistry having been around each other for so long and like Sheamus is just such a great heel like keep him his heel it's great it's a good pairing
1: i want to see what he, what drew gulak is gonna do as seamus's bagman. yeah what the hell was that <laughs> nobody knows nobody knows but now it's the big question gulap, than...
0: give me me backs like okay <laughs> it's like what?
1: yes sir mr sheamus <laughs> mr
0: sheamus sir <laughs> uh,
1: do we do it at the chamber or do they do it at Fastlane lane in march what do you think drew versus uh,
0: yeah like i don't see it actually making it to mania so like let's do it quick then if it's not going to be the big program so we'll do it at the chamber
1: I have to do uh, it in wait. a
0: chamber I don't know the rules like the, no there's no
1: rules so the, the uh, chamber is usually reserved for whatever needs to be there, there'll be a men's chamber and a women's chamber so who knows what that'll mean
0: okay yeah I see Roman ended ending up being in the chamber match that's what I see so
1: who hates Roman that much
0: uh, I don't know probably a lot of people at this point pissed off a few fair it, so it, it, gonna... it would be easier to get there if <laughs> Jay was around but
1: yeah so if they do what was it, Roman Shinsuke, Brian Jay. You got six people. Jay's
0: gonna be in there. Kevin. Jay's not cleared though. When's Jay back? What's wrong with him? What has happened to Jay? Nobody
1: knows. That's the thing. They just keep saying he's going through an injury. Let's say the chamber is about three weeks from now. So let's say Jay's in it. We need two more people.
0: Yeah, Kevin Owens. Again, throw him in there.
1: Again? Oh, I don't know if I want to go back
0: to Kevin Owens. I don't want it to happen. I'm saying that that's probably what they'll do. And um, then we need a, then we a new. Yeah. I don't know Cesaro. He's doing his thing. <laughs>
1: Actually, you're probably right. It would be Cesaro. Yeah. Yeah, and there you go in the chat. They pipe up Cesaro. Cesaro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of coming back, let's talk about everyone's favorite. Our favorite, because we stand Lana on the show, don't we?
0: We do stand Lana on this show. She did a tremendous job. Looked great doing it. Her and Naomi going straight to the... Well, I guess they're going to have to try again. But... <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the top of the tag
1: division, which they will now have a women's tag team title shot. <laughs> They've only got to win once.
0: Weeks. That's as much. That's as many wins as you need to be at the top of the tag division.
1: I'll take it. Small victories. Yeah. Naomi as her new tag team partner was an interesting, uh, an interesting add to the Lana story. I don't think. I think a lot of people are too busy trying to shit on Lana to realize what the story is, and that is. That while Lana is not the most capable wrestler, she's tagging with wrestlers who are more capable and giving their uh, they're giving their life lessons. They're giving her ways to improve in the ring. Yeah. So when she tagged with Natalia, it was all about technical wrestling and getting better as a technical wrestler. When she tagged with Oscar, it was all about regaining your confidence and becoming a more confident wrestler who doesn't take things too seriously. And then with Naomi, it's all about being an innovative dancer and wrestler. It was. I mean, dancers. you know, they
0: show. She did a phenomenal slide entrance. The two of them was very cool. Yes. Yeah, that, their entrance was solid. I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. Lana's, I don't know that they're going to do fine. a long-term Naomi program, but like, it's. No,
1: I just want them to win the tag titles. Really, we got we got to get to the point where we see Lana and naya squash their beef, and that's it. But and and I see someone in the chat talking about how they took her out of the tag title match and it let all the air out. But that's the thing did it really let all the air out because she came back at the rumble and people were really excited to see her eliminate Nia Jax. And that just rekindles a feud just like that. Yeah. It's as easy as that. Now Nia just has to take her out again in whatever case that is. It, it kind of prolonged the story more than it did take the air out of the tires.
0: Yeah. And like, it's, it's got to build to, I assume mania now at this point, because there's still quite a bit of ways I think they, they got to go for, for, naya and lana to really feel strong but it does it you know put her through a table through the table like 12 more times <laughs> Ooh, 12 more times do it do it do it have have no, the gumption God, no. to do it do it i dare you no, do it wwe no. put lana through a table 12 times 12 weeks in a row you let's know- bring it to mania <laughs> then she overcomes the bully
1: Yes, and wins the and wins the Raw Women's Championship. No, oh, no dear. titles,
0: no titles,
1: <laughs> no title. Okay, fine. I'm I'm all for titles not being on the line when it comes to just settling big problems. I ring. think
0: they need to do that more with the women's division. It feels um, pointed at this point that like every single women's match is about a title. Like, yeah,
1: that's been a major WWE writing problem for years.
0: Yeah, is that they couldn't write for the
1: women beyond it's the
0: not fight. hard. Write the same thing. <laughs> well,
1: that's because for years, Vince and the writers were told, "Oh, all women hate each other." So I can't do the Vince, like, at, I can't do Vince at sixty, yeah. but I can do Vince at like seventy-five. All women hate each other. Oh, oh, you need hate them each to other. go against each other. Uh, just I don't know. Put two women in a room.
0: Put two women in a room. <laughs> I guess I'll find it. Up. Don't ever get along.
1: I can't do it. <laughs> I, I can't do it oh uh, but he's, yes he's meanwhile sad. i am on the i am on the oscar needs to turn bandwagon
0: now yeah 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 yeah. that that that's gonna happen too i mean she's so good as a heel like i think it, it just makes a lot of sense and, i want to you know, see oscar if she's just, just like terrible. a in it for herself menace it just feels a lot more strong because like she you know she's not going to be cutting these amazing promos and like goofy dancing oscar doesn't do it for me so like i'd rather her just be like a vicious competitor
1: I don't want to talk about Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton anymore. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I don't want to right now. Just
0: walk on by like Randy did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Let's just walk past it. Walk past it as if it didn't happen. And as if you can leave us some tip jar love over streamlabs.com slash Tim and Joel pod instead. Okay. Okay. And also you can like the video and subscribe to us at youtube.com slash Tim (sighs) and Joel pod. Tuesday. No, I'm just kidding. We, we we went through Impact. We'll do it real quick. I know we're running on time, aren't we? Yeah, This apparently. might be like our longest episode ever at this point. Well, Ooh. the Impact watch-along over on Fightful.tv is Fightful Twitch, which is Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We had our watch-along myself, Jeremy Lambert, Steven Jensen. Another very fun evening where we watched Sammy Callahan get overused.
0: Why do they like him so much? NXT didn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be like somewhere. I don't like him. I, I just don't. I find him annoying as hell. Like,
1: in the right storyline, Sammy is great, but they haven't found it since he lost that title. And the Ken Shamrock stuff was great until they suspended him the first time, and then they just did it again.
0: I Ken Ken doesn't want to be there, so I don't, like just let him not be there and don't take a chance again.
1: He came. He came to work one day and was just like, "Are those AEW guys here yet? No, so we can't get those paydays. No." Yeah, I'm going home. I'll see call you guys me, in call me in three months.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> call me at the next pay-per-view. Uh, Jordan oh. Grace defeated Susan. That was great. I really awesome. enjoyed that match. And ODB made her return to impact. So I'm looking forward to Jordan Grace and Jazz and ODB taking on Susan, Deanna Perazzo, and Kimberly down the line. I think yeah. we're going to get that at No Surrender. That would be excellent. Yep, yep, yep. What do you think about uh, Brian Myers, the Pirate?
0: Uh, eh. i'm not i'm not big on brian anyway and like i think matt referenced their his podcast during the show which kind of weirded me out he's like this guy knows a lot about collectibles and i was like my immersion (laughs) like you can't be a big jackass. well i mean you can be but like i don't don't know it's weird thinking of this guy who's like the most professional wrestler but also big into toys (laughs) like
1: he's the most professional
0: pirate yeah, yeah, his eye hurts, I guess.
1: That's right. Well, now <laughs> Brian the Pirate Myers and Hernandez are going to team up against Matt Cardona and Eddie Edwards at no surrender in a couple of weeks. I have zero interest in this match, mostly because Eddie Edwards just doesn't do it for me.
0: No, it doesn't either for me. He's basically uh, even less charactered Sammy Callahan to me.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you what does do it for me, though. Impact announced today that they're going to do a triple threat revolver match. Okay, right. so let me read out to you. Uh, let me no, okay, fine. You know what? Get your, get your question out before we talk about the uh, participants.
0: That's a weird name. Yeah. But I have an idea and it's probably not what they would do, but AEW has shot someone before. So, hear me out.
1: Impact shot someone too.
0: Impact, not AEW. My god, I can't talk. <laughs> uh put a put a revolver in the ring. Six bullets in the gun. Do with them what you will. Whoever gets to it first gets to it. Whoever's left standing once the gun's empty, then you gotta wrestle it out. And whoever wins that match is the winner. Huh? Huh? So that's murder. Yeah, well, they've done it a few times. Quite a few times, actually, at this point.
1: <laughs> that, that man, Tim, wants a Russian roulette battle royal. <laughs>
0: just saying the next time the next time a few contracts are coming due this is what you do
1: and that's how Ty valkyrie went to jail so in the <laughs> triple threat revolver match we have davari suicide sorry that's two different people davari yeah. suicide willie Mack, ace austin trey miguel thank god for that chris bay josh alexander thank god for that and blake christian Now, I am excited for all of these men in this match. The winner gets a shot at the X Division Championship. The way that the triple threat revolver match works is simple. It is a triple threat match every single time someone gets pinned, a new person enters. And then when there are only three people left in the match, it's just a regular triple threat match. So let's say it's Josh Alexander, Chris Bay, and Trey Miguel in the ring at one time, Ace Austin, pins trey miguel now suicide comes in to replace trey miguel now it's ace austin suicide and chris bay now chris bay gets gets pinned josh alexander comes in and then it's suicide and trey miguel and josh alexander basically it all keeps going until you get to your final three and then it's a triple threat match that person wins that's it
0: yeah it's a good match i like that idea actually
1: it's it's different and it's not it's not overbooked it's just a great way to get eight guys in the ring competing in a different style of match that's actually pretty straightforward
0: yeah into it cool yeah can't wait
1: i will credit robert D. felice for this because last week in the chat when we talked about who rohit raju was talking to he said mahabali shira and he was right bang on yeah (laughs) The, the ovw partnership remains intact that's right shira has been involved in ovw since the end of january and now he's back with impact there we go and if you want to leave an impact with us, you can go over to Streamlabs.com slash pod. Yes, that one worked. Oh my
0: God. Okay. What else? Or you can go
1: to PW Unlimited every Sunday. Check us out. We do the weekly draw series. We talk about the week in wrestling or we preview the pay-per-view going on that week. Good stuff. AEW was good stuff?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty solid show. Like a few very good matches. Um, some stuff that I, I'm just glad that we've kind of crossed the threshold on. Uh that main event Speaking of
1: crossing the threshold (laughs) do you think that kip and penelope had a nice wedding
0: uh nice no the decor wasn't great i would have i would have changed some things um you know there was a shoot wedding yeah that i knew i knew that yeah very cute different strokes man
1: (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of different strokes no sorry okay we're not going there uh father james Father James Mitchell, who last officiated a wedding that ended in gunshots, he officiated the
0: wedding. Love that. Miro
1: was Miro. Miro. What did you think of Miro?
0: Ah, man. Disappointed in Miro. Still disappointed in Miro. I just, I feel like, again, I'm going to say it, like some of the guys in AEW are some of the finest promo delivering some bitches around. But then you watch some guys really struggle and like, I don't know if it's a pride thing. I don't know if it's a writing thing, but like they could use some help. Um, having the crowd, I don't—that kind of derailed some stuff, and I—I I, I, I didn't. It didn't really work for me. It felt like the segment went on for quite a while, um, and I think some stuff did because there were some odd production choices throughout the show, and I think it was to try to catch up time. Um, yeah, meh.
1: I agree with you the wedding wasn't great Miro was fine he, Miro decked out in the same outfit he wore at his last wedding appearance <laughs> in WWE uh, and or at least when he was getting married um, they, they they got rid of all the traditional wedding like beats of a story that they're trying to tell it was like Miro's been here before it was that was cute enough but yeah I didn't love it I think everyone expected a little bit more and I was shocked because that went head to head with Edge on NXT so yeah. just to see where that you know the despair the yeah the discrepancy in like viewership is enough for me to be like what the hell happened here. Yeah. it was it was what it was. I didn't love it. But no, uh, it you want to get it's about good the to main
0: see, event. Good to see Orange Cassidy but yeah that main event was solid. Like Ray and and PAC just like tremendous through the whole thing. Like that was such a good showing on their part on everyone's part but like them especially they really shine. Um, a
1: lot yeah. better outing from the Good Brothers than I expected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it just, everything came together. And I, it's one of those things that I, I feel like I've been seeing so much of it on AEW, like main events like structured like that, whether it's a bunch of dudes in the ring lately, that I just, I kind of didn't expect much and it blew me away. So I was really, really pleased with that. And then Kenta came out. And like I said, like, I don't know. I don't really know who he is. And then he missed that go to sleep. So. <laughs> But like,
1: cool. uh, Did you you didn't watch NXT in like 2015 or 16?
0: No, I didn't. No, I was like completely off. He was
1: in NXT for for a couple years. He was Hideo Itami.
0: Okay, so he's he's in case
1: that name ever pops up at you.
0: Big, but he's he's
1: much much better where he is now. Trust me. When he left WWE, he showed up in New Japan and at their biggest event of the year, Wrestle Kingdom. He showed up at the end of the night and like the 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 end of the show shot was him with his legs crossed sitting on top of the winner of the iwgp championships like Oof. that was the shot
0: yeah it's strong
1: <laughs> yeah so kenta is strong kenta is yeah. very very well put together in the japanese market right now Sounds uh, exciting. not as strong are the inner circle right now yeah what do you think of that uh that elimination battle royal
0: the battle royal was whatever I mean, it was fine. I don't, you know, you don't love to see Jericho win anymore. (laughs) Nope. Um, Done with it. Good to see that, like, they're moving that storyline along kind of quickly. Like, which is good, because, like, again, I, I think that I love MJF so much, I don't want to see him get bogged down by this too much. Same with Sammy. Like, they're both so good in the ring that I think there's a lot of potential for them. And the quicker they can kind of move away from Jericho, the happier I'll be. So... Because he's slowing them down. He's slowing down their pace of work so much.
1: <laughs> See, so I was on... Uh, Steven Jensen and I broke into Jesse Davin's YouTube channel yesterday. And we gave our predictions for NXT and for AEW. And when we talked about the uh, this, this tag team elimination battle royal, I said it was going to be Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager winning this match. To further the dissension between Sammy and MJF. And then when I saw the way it played out, I was like... I really don't want Jericho to win this. And then he won it. And I was like, I really don't want to see Jericho and MJF versus the Young Bucks. It doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. Two yeah, or three I... of the tag matches that were supposed to be at Revolution are now like unappealing to me. Now it's really one third because they moved the Shaq match. We'll get to that in a minute. But the point I was trying to make is like, later on in the show when they had Jericho and MJF show up into the inner circle locker room and be like, Oh, it's all about us. When we win, everyone wins. Even though you didn't win, we still won. And it was like, can we just, just get there? Just get to the point where you, you turn on Jericho, you kick him out of the inner circle, Jericho becomes a face and the internet wrestling community who apparently don't matter anyway, but they do in this case, because it's AEW and it's mostly us who talk about cross pollination. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to stop talking now. When Jericho gets kicked out and they play him as a face, I'm not going to care.
0: Yeah. Like, I just, you know, I want him to be a singles competitor so that it, it it's not so ever present.
1: <laughs> I just, I'm just ready for him to uh, move on.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, it's disappointing, but it's just, it's not, it's not working. So.
1: What was not disappointing was a 30 p.m. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. Match. Not
1: only was the timing right, but the yeah. match was excellent. Very happy with that. How did you feel?
0: Strong. Like, I loved it. I, the whole thing was was excellent. It's another... Like, there were three very, very good matches I found this week. And, like, this was definitely one of them. Um, the finish made a lot of sense to me. They kept Thunder Rosa strong by knocking her the F out <laughs> on a turnbuckle yep. stage. And she, she sold that so well. Like, I thought that was a... a like the perfect finish the right move because you know they're not going to elevate someone who's not their person right so mm-hmm. it was really good and yeah. it, it, brit's come a long way like she's very very good in ring now so
1: they announced the uh, the brackets for the women's tournament where it's going to be yep. half usa and then half japan and then the winner from japan will face the winner from usa whatever it's going to be the timing is cool but they announced all of the the japanese women involved in this whole thing and if you go on social media afterwards, all the, all the women who were involved in this are just like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I wrestle for these companies. I'm really excited to perform for AEW. I'll see you soon. And everyone's like super nice and super sweet. And then they get to Maki Ito. <laughs> I'm sure you saw this. <laughs> Maki's. I, I, we can't beep ourselves because we're live. But yeah. basically, <laughs> tweet is just like, hello, mother... F- Awesome. hello mother effers and i'm like this woman is great
0: all right heard win. i realized i just peaked hard on that <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah uh I, I i do think though i want to see aja khan take on thunder rosa in the uh, the finals it's not going to happen but i'd love to see it yeah all right let's move along i want to say the lumberjack match is great well told yep. story uh lance archer gets his win back cool
0: okay Okay. Makes sense.
1: Oh, and Shaq's new finish is basically the Judas effect mixed with Eddie Kingston's finisher.
0: Yeah, but somehow even slower.
1: (laughs) Black Thunder, as he calls it. That match (laughs) got moved to March 3rd on Dynamite because the NBA All Star game is March 7th, which is the new night for AEW Revolution. So the tag match between Cody and Red Velvet and Shaq and uh, Jake Cargill, who looked like a million bucks, always does. Uh, That match is going to be on March 3rd on Dynamite. Looking forward to that. Should be good.
0: Looking forward to seeing Finally. Jade Cargill. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. See if she can wrestle. Yes. Hopefully she can.
1: Uh, NXT. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back into it. So take over Vengeance Day. I get it. Do you know why we're not going to call it St. Valentine's Day Massacre?
0: No. I don't know. Was that because it? Because
1: the Parkland shooting in Florida.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Maybe. If, yeah. yeah. That stuff. Because it was happening.
1: in Florida and it was on Valentine's Day. It was... They couldn't do it. It just they do a lot of work in the communities. So oh yeah, that's
0: awful. Don't ever call anything that again. Like
1: yeah, so that's not happening. So why do they call it? Which
0: just call it vengeance anyway.
1: It should have been. It should have been. I think they were like, oh, it's V Day. Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, but it's Vengeance Day. Just whatever. Just call it
0: vengeance. You had a pay per view called Vengeance.
1: (laughs) They did. And actually, they're using the the original design. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: it's the same thing. What are you doing? Okay.
1: (laughs) Uh, Women's dusty cup dates. That's again, that's the dusty cup with updates, cup dates. It's kind (sighs) of like cupcakes. It's not going to work. Which, by the way, (laughs) yes. So. It is actually it's my it's my wife's birthday today. So if you're in the chat, wish uh, wish her a happy birthday. If you're on Twitter, wish wish her a happy birthday through me at Joel Pearl. Okay, oh, yeah. she is a wonderful wonderful human being. I love her dearly. It is her birthday, and we have cupcakes. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez advance in the tournament, and my bracket is ruined.
0: Yeah, you're way wrong. I was way wrong because I thought you were pretty spot on, but. They didn't use it. We Mm -hmm. said this was an opportunity to elevate one of the actual tag teams and they didn't take it. No surprise.
1: And I said it yesterday on that, uh, on that preview that I was a part of, man, so upset about that.
0: Casey is still going to use that finisher, huh? She committed to the, like, that was a botch. (laughs) There was no way that that was as designed, like... Oh, man. And she nearly murdered Raquel. I don't know, because she weighs nothing. But, like, she nearly sat full on Raquel's head. Like, it's a cool finisher, and I'm fine with her using her butt for it. But, like, you got to land Torso. (laughs) And she did not. That was just... It it looked cool, but that was a scary moment.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the flying whatchamacallit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess she could do, like, a leg drop on the head. But, like, eh, that that eh, that doesn't a look as up. cool and you weigh nothing land ass first on someone's torso they can take a bump from you but anyway. yeah
1: and that's that's a tough move to get right and she's gonna have to work on that kind of like pock with his red arrow you've yeah. got to land it properly or else there's risk of damage on both ends and you don't want
0: that everyone's gonna get hurt yeah yeah, but exactly. Cool. Cool. Shotzi
1: Blackheart and Ember Moon are going to take on The Ways, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hartwell. That's next week in semifinals action. The winners will go on to face Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez at TakeOver Vengeance Day. Okay, men's cup dates, shall we? Stop. Well,
0: <laughs> no? What? Stop trying to make cup dates work. It ain't going to work. Everyone likes cup dates. Oh my god. It's cup date for you. It sounds like a date-filled cupcake, which is something nobody wants. Anyway. I feel like
1: our vegan friends might enjoy it.
0: (laughs) Mm, Dried prune. Oh, wait, wait. No, no. Prune's a plum. Dried plum. I don't know. Go ahead.
1: Anyway, Lucha House Party lost their match to Legado del Fantasma. Legado del Fantasma will face MSK next week. My bracket wasn't too badly hurt from that. However, in the main event, in an excellent match, I did not expect it to happen, but they did it again. The Undisputed Era lost their match against Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher.
0: Very good. I'm happy with that too. Happy with that result. Damn it. Yep.
1: My bracket is not full ass busted because I still have (laughs) MSK and GYV as the finals. Definitely. (laughs) Yes. So Thatcher and Ciampa taking on the grizzled young veterans next week is fine. And then Fantasma versus MSK next week will also be an excellent match. The winners will face off in the finals at takeover vengeance day but that main event match was fantastic if you're going to watch one thing from nxt this week watch that main event match because they put Mm -hmm. on a clinic of a tag match
0: this is very very good so exciting
1: meanwhile austin theory exists dexter loomis rips out people's hair
0: that was cool he rubbed it on his face a little too It was very spooky i enjoyed it
1: (laughs) did the actual i never watched dexter did you watch dexter
0: No, I didn't watch Dexter. I heard it ends disastrously, so I'm not going to get invested.
1: I wonder if the actual Dexter ever, like, took someone's hair and, like... I don't
0: think so. I think he... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Uh, Santos Escobar taking on Kurt Stallion was an excellent match. I was actually a little shocked that Kurt Stallion didn't win the Cruiserweight Championship because I'm thinking that they want to move Santos Escobar out of the cruiserweight ranks and into what is the main nxt yeah championship ranks uh and having carrying cross show up while escobar is still cruiserweight champion that's 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 an, that's a look i get it they're gonna try and make maybe the nxt championship look more important if santos puts out a big fight against cross and doesn't just get the shit kicked out of him at takeover
0: so we'll see yeah like i think it's a cool build um I, I get them not putting it on Kurt just yet because they're just developing his actual character. And this week they evolved it a little bit more so it feels less hangman-y. It's, it's more like, I'm a Texan, but like... He, he's got something to him that feels a little bit more, like, real for it. So, like, I, I'm glad that that didn't just become like a hangman knockoff. So, it's good to see. Um, he's now... His profile's been raised, which means that, you know, he, he got his title shot, which it's something um but they kept look, like like um Santos Escobar looking like very strong which i think they need to do because i think having him as a dominant cruiserweight champion for a while still makes sense even if he does end up losing to Carrion
1: we'll see what happens when we get to Cross and Escobar and also you think down the line we might see uh, Edge and Carrion cross
0: maybe and that's an interesting That might be a good match. I don't know. I still need to see more from from Cross. Because, like, what I've seen has been... eh, So, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. And, man, when they went face-to-face, when when Cross and Escobar went face-to-face, I put it out there on Twitter that Escobar was the star.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He
1: looked so much better, so much more intimidating than Cross, who was just like, TikTok. And... Escobar just had this this look on his face like, come at me. Please yeah. come at me.
0: Like he he's got such an emotive face and like he just and he's shown it. Like he does so well yep. in Ring, and they let him keep going over guys too, which you know doesn't hurt. Um whereas Cross, like I said, your character is weird unless you're straight up killing people. Like it is <laughs> very challenging, and like the expectations set with his entrance make it so difficult. To, to pull it off in the ring. Like, it's yep. the same problem that happens with The Fiend. Like, it can work, but it is a delicate line. Like
1: We are way over time.
0: So over time.
1: <laughs> so over time. I will leave. I will put it like this. We have left in our notes included Io Shirai. Is, it's now a triple threat. Io, Tony, and Mercedes. It's going to be a great match. I know we have a week to talk about it we'll do it next week i know we will and also i invite people to take a look at the Sha story that they released on wwe socials and also they aired it on nxt talking about the backstory of xylee's kind of a uh, new watcher keeper whoever it is karen q Sha. so take a look i think it's going to be a really really fun story that they're going to tell um, speaking of fun stories, SmackDown, there ain't nothing to talk about because the only things announced are Bianca Belair and Edge showing up.
0: We didn't even so, talk about, like, the Rumble. We talked about the two Rumble matches, but the Rumble was very good, and that's all I can say. And that Last Man Standing match was very good. Very happy, Ken. Yes, it was. So uh,
1: can, you, can you unlock handcuffs well? Can you?
0: Mm, yeah, I'm pretty good at it.
1: <laughs> oh, good, because... Maybe you should call Paul Heyman and I mean, give know. him some pointers.
0: Yeah, he needed some help. Uh, Roman probably should have figured out how to get that foot up a little sooner too.
1: Oh dear! <laughs> and if you want to get up a little faster on us, you can like this video and you can subscribe to us at YouTube.com/slash Tim and Joel Pod. All right. I think we're done here. What do yeah, you think? Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, we're good. Let's
1: get we're out good. of this place. Let's get out of this burning building that we call our show. Tim, where can the kids find you?
0: Kids can find me at TimstoneP, T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter.
1: Y'all find us everywhere at Tim and Joel Pod, youtube.com slash Tim and Joel Pod, or timandjoelpod.com. For those who are listening on audio, T I M A N D J O E L P O D.com or the YouTube variant, or the Instagram variant, or the Facebook variant, or whatever you want. As for me, you can find me on all forms of social media, at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. You can find me on twitch.tv slash fightfulgaming from time to time. You'll find us on PW Unlimited every single weekend, talking about the weekend wrestling, talking about the things coming up, and you can like the video, you can subscribe to us, because that's what we do. And finally, the other way you can get a little bit more out of us is to tell your friends and to tell their parents and to tell their dogs and their owners and their cousins and their brothers and their mothers and their fathers and their sisters and their brothers to come and check us out and watch us or listen to us every week wherever you are because you know what we want to talk about wrestling with you so we'll do that all right okay love you guys until then enjoy your wrestling we'll see you next week